Hi, I'm Brandy. And I'm Angelina. And welcome to Talk 40 to Me. We're having all the candid conversations you'd have with your bestie. Join us as we unpack life in our 40s and all the questions that led up to this next chapter. Let's talk about what we're going to be discussing today. (laughs) Well, so we decided to do, we thought it would be fun. Our editor, shout out Janice, who has been, which I think this would be a good opportunity to say this. Oh man. She She has been, what? I mean, what do we say? She is amazing. The reason that this really got off the ground. This is why we have legs. We could not have done this without her. And she is so unbelievably patient with us. She is so patient with me because (laughs) many of you in the world of podcast land do not know me very well. Podcast land. And I can be high maintenance sometimes. So thank you, Janice. But she's been great. Yeah, great with our edits. And so she's given us really good feedback too. Mm -hmm. From the beginning, we told her, tell us if we sound stupid. Tell us if this is a bad idea. And she's given us good feedback. And she said, you guys should splice in some episodes with just the two of you. And the feedback that you guys have given us so far has been awesome. These mundane things that we just babble on about that I didn't think anybody cared. Apparently y'all like it. So yeah, keep the comments coming. We love it. Whether it's constructive or, you know, something specific that really resonated with you. We want to hear because, you know, the whole point is for us to connect with our audience and our community. So we want to find out what, what resonates for you. Are we doing this once a month or twice a month just to start with? Yeah, something like that. I guess we'll just wing it. So we were thinking the third Thursday of every month, potentially trying that out and seeing what happens and then adjusting from there. That sounds good. Brandy is the one with the plans. So I like it. For anyone out there that may feel that there is something that's too organized, it's probably me. Nah, no such thing. So a couple of topics that we're going to discuss today. I'll go through them and then we talk about them. First, we just got back from Florida. 38, baby. That was so much fun. I'm telling you, it's like a little dreamy pocket in America where a dreamy pocket. I just is. I just imagine the man on the like when we were talking about Ali Wong, how you have a man on the, the ukulele and he's like, ooh. Oh yeah. Somewhere over the that's what I picked, like a Hawaiian man playing a ukulele on a beach on a lily pad because you said dreamy pocket. It's a dreamy pocket. I mean, all these quaint little, uh, although it's it's so interesting how like you go maybe a quarter of a mile and then all of a sudden you're in a new town. Mm-hmm. But I, I loved, I think of all the places we went, I think my favorite was Seaside. Oh yeah. So for those who don't know, fun fact, a Seaside is where the Truman Show was filmed. It is just the cutest little Main Street USA type beach town. It's adorable. And they have all these food trucks and like shops. I will say in the summer, it is bananas there. I bet. Bananas. I can't imagine living there during the summer, but I love off season at the beach. That's our favorite, like September to February. Yeah. I mean, we walked right up to a restaurant Mm -hmm. and where, you know, we got our food pretty quickly. Sad part is it did rain a lot, which was a little bit disappointing, but we were amongst the best company ever. And if you want to know what we did during the rainy times, head to our Instagram account 
because we made lots of reels and our favorite of which so far was our video singing montage to hold on by Wilson Phillips. Oh yeah. That was. And which Brandy encouraged me to use a whisk as a microphone. It was pretty epic. You know what? Janice made a comment. She likes the whisk. I did. I commented and I gave you, I gave you props for the whisk. I was like, Brandy is an excellent fake microphone selector for reels. Yes. <laughs> we had, so we, we had a, we had a lot of fun and remind me later, my, let me tell you something relates back to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so what did we do? We, my husband and I arrived late Wednesday in the middle of the week. So we didn't really do much that day. We did the beach. We went, where was that restaurant that we went to? I, it, people keep asking me like what restaurants did we eat at? And I cannot remember the one where you, the one that we went to that overlooked the beach that you made the reservations for the, the later week, but they fit us in. What was so that? by the time this episode drops, we'll have a blog post about our trip with links to these, but we went to the view on 30A, but it's spelled V-U-E at, in Grayton Beach. That's going to be past Seaside on the other side of 30A from... Like, so if you've got Rosemary on one side, Great and Blue Mountain are on the other. It was so yummy. The staff was amazing. The view was beautiful. It was great. I, I have a little video. I know you have a picture, but I have like a little like little video of like me going up. Oh, good. Yeah, we could put that. Showing the table and the beautiful golf. So we did that. Let's see. We did a little bit of shopping. Mm-hmm. We played a board game. Cranium. It was just super low key. I mean, there was nothing crazy that happened except for just all our videos that we did. So I think, you know, our husbands thankfully love us. Can I point out that this is, was you and your husband's first trip without your children in five years? That I feel like is worth celebrating. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it was, I mean, we had taken like a night here or a night there, but a true trip away, just the two of us. Not that it was really just two of us, but just the two of us to like get away with friends for an extended period of time. Yeah. Five years. Crazy. I think it's important to do those things because I know a lot of parents have a hard time getting away. I think it's important to reconnect with your spouse and yeah, you miss your kids, but it's, I think it's just good to be able to remember, like refocus on yourselves and remember who you are outside of your children. I agree. You know, this would be a great poll question. Yes. For social. We will add this poll. We will add this poll. So if you're listening, head to our social media and uh, maybe we can ask you guys how often you take a trip. You know, I think I'd be interested to know that. Like, are you guys making this happen every year? Is it every few years? And where might be your favorite couple's trip? Yeah. Share your ideas. Ours is, uh, we love the 38 area and it's close because we're in New Orleans. So the drive is easy for us. I know Brandy had to fly, but it, yeah, I just love it. And I'm a beach girl. I love the beach. Are you beach or mountains? Who to pick? Me? Yeah, you. Oh, well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> no, the other person <laughs> on this podcast episode with me. <laughs> you do, I know you, Matt, I was talking to the, to the world, right? But no, I'll put that poll up, but I want to know what is yours? I'm beach. What you? I'm a beach person. I know I didn't really like, I, I don't know. Get in the water. Yeah, I didn't want to get in the water, but I'm a I'm much more of a beach person than a mountain person. But I will say that that I do think it's fun to like, well, it's not like we go to the mountains very often, but to go hiking somewhere. Agreed. I think I think that like keeps me like moving. But it was, you know, 
honestly, this trip was just nice to just relax and unwind. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think was absolutely needed for our family. A hundred percent. And we both love, we enjoy hiking and we, and we can talk about this later, but I have to say we both love Sedona and I have to tell mm-hmm. you guys, if y'all have never been, put it on your list. Sedona is just kiss. Love it. Definitely. So trip was good. Trip was great. Now let's talk about your week because Angelina did a very fun and impromptu exciting thing this week. I did. You know, I, I sometimes like to just be very spontaneous and fly by the seat of my pants. And a friend of mine had posted that he was at Lady Gaga show in Atlanta. And I didn't even realize that she was still touring on for the Chromatica ball. And I messaged him and he said, yeah, you know, go look, she's got more shows. And I saw there was one coming up in Houston. We happen to have a friend that lives in Houston. So I texted a group of friends, texted y'all, texted another friend, just said, who's down? And I think it was only like a couple, three weeks out. I really didn't (laughs) plan much at all and just booked a flight, booked a ticket. And um, so me and another friend who props to her, she's got four month old. So this was her first night away from her second child. And she just, she loves to like, be spontaneous too. So we just booked a flight and we went and we little monstered our way into Minute Maid Park. <laughs> I love it. We did a big group, gosh, I don't even know how many years ago to Lady Gaga when she first came out. Oh God, that was so fun. It was, that was before we had kids. Yeah. It was her first big tour that she did. Yeah. And our, our friend pointed out actually that that was at the UNLA Lakefront Arena, which was, is a smaller venue in terms of like when you see artists. Mm. she wasn't that big she had her first album you know that was before she was like really where she is now you know yeah and you know honestly I I at that time I wasn't even really much of a Lady Gaga fan and then I went to her concert and she converted me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she is that's a really good impersonation thanks (laughs) I've been practicing (laughs) now her musical talent and her love for her fans. Oh, I just, I think she's just such an amazing person. And so talented. Gosh, I mean, her talent, if I could have one ounce of that talent that she has. And her time on the piano was all of oh. our favorites. There's just that. Oh my rem- goodness. I know you remember uh, this from her first concert. She gets really intimate in her shows at some point and gets on the piano and just gets really raw and sings. And you can really hear this woman's voice to just. Yeah. And, and now oh the girl's gosh, doing I'm all this acting. I'm too. mad I didn't go. I know, I wish you could have. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen House of Gucci, it's a good one. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Sidebar on that. I, I heard this, this isn't about Lady Gaga, but I do think it's an interesting story. I was watching an interview with Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. and she was talking about her show with, what is his name? Bradley Cooper. No. Are we talking about Gaga or are we talking about Anne Hathaway? Well, <laughs> I'm it's, so I'm trying to help you. Well, it kind of relates back to it relates back to House of Gucci. Sidebar. Okay. Anne Hathaway is talking about House of Gucci. Yes. So, all right. <laughs> Devil wears Prada. Is that what you're trying to say? No. 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 Oh, Just give me a minute to think on it. <laughs> Jared Leto. So she played Jared Leto's wife. Anne Hathaway played Jar- Jared Leto's wife on We Crash. I've never seen that. Oh my gosh, you have to see it. 
Okay, we can talk about that. Okay. So she was saying that Jared Leto never breaks character. Well, Jared Leto played the cousin on House of Gucci. Yes. Never knew that that was Jared Leto. Okay, so they were filming We Crash during, right at the launch of House of Gucci. Mm -hmm. So Anne Hathaway said that at the end of the day, she turned around and she was like, father, son, House of Gucci to Jared Leto. (laughs) And she's like, I saw this like crazy whirlwind of like, three different personalities come out in him. Like, I wasn't sure if it was him or if it was his, you know, character from We Crash or if it was the cousin from House of Gucci. Anyway, it just made yeah, me think I about didn't it. even, cause you don't even recognize him. He's got like, he's wearing probably like a, a, a suit to make him look he- heavier than he is. I don't think he gained that much weight for the role. Um, and then he's got like a prosthetic on his face and facial hair. I did not it, even know that it was him. He did such an amazing job. All of the actors did a phenomenal job in that movie. He's talented, man. I I mean, yeah. Remember, we knew him way back when on my so-called life. My favorite role that he's done is probably the Joker. Mm. I loved him as Joker. I don't know why. Haven't watched it. Haven't been interested in watching that for some reason. Well, um, this he was in that was him as in Batman. Yeah, from Batman. The the regular Joker movie is Joaquin Phoenix, which by the way, they're doing a second one, Folle à deux, de, Folle à deux, de. I don't do French. That's what it's called. Apparently, it's like a mental illness name. And Gaga is going to be in it. <gasps> and they're room, it's rumored that she's going to be Harley Quinn. Oh, wow. Opposite Joaquin Phoenix, which I'm like. She is, I mean, she's got it all. Oh, and and I, I loved her in A Star is Born. Ah. <sighs> Yes, she played shallow at the concert and everyone got quiet, like, and just listened to her on the piano and singing. It was epic. Oh, man, a missed opportunity there. It's all right. We'll go again. Next time she comes back, we go on, girl. Maybe I should see if she's just coming to Dallas and then I'll go by myself. <laughs> she did. I think she did, but I missed it. The Dallas show, it was weird because I was looking at the date. She bounced around. She went like Europe, States, Dallas, Europe, Houston. And now she's going to Miami. It's oh, it was weird. It wasn't Ooh. like in order of like location. It was kind of strange the way it was piecemealed together. But anywho's okay. This is let's. We had what? What were you going to say? We have five episodes. No, this is our fifth episode. What we're recording right now is our fifth episode. Oh, it is okay. <laughs> I didn't know if we were when we were going to put this out. Yeah, that's. I never thought that we'd be here. I don't know why. I just, I'm just immensely happy. And can I say this? I was going to text you this last night and I said, no, what? you know what? I'm going to save it for the podcast because. Oh, I hope it's good. It is very <laughs> sure good. Is. No, it's really good. And talking, I've been talking with a friend this past week. He was having some struggles with a coworker and just not meshing and gelling and just not feeling heard and communicated with. And I was like, man, we don't have that problem at all. Like this has been such a great experience for us together. We're learning, we're growing, we get to spend more time. I mean, we're virtual, but more time together virtually. And I've just been so like immensely happy at our workflow and our relationship as friends and doing this together. Yeah. I couldn't have asked for a better situation. It's been great. I want to tell you that. I love you, friend. I love you, friend. I think, you know, part of it is giving each other grace where we know that 
particularly me and, you know, where some of my struggles may be mm-hmm. and celebrating each other's strengths. Yeah. And I think that's the scariest part about going into some kind of a business relationship with a friend. You're mm-hmm. always scared that something will happen where it's going to put a riff in your relationship. And and I think as long as we can continue to maintain that, that's what's most important. Like friendship is first with anything. A hundred percent. And the, and one thing I did tell that friend I was talking to, I said, you know, it would really be helpful for you to, you and your coworker to take the Enneagram test. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I said, I really think that that helps us because you understand the other person's personality. You understand their strengths and their weaknesses and it's just, it helps you in a workflow yeah. situation, which by the way, my life has been a lie because my wing has been wrong. What? My, I don't know my wing. My wing is off. How do you know your wing is off? Okay. So remember Aaron told us this, which I'll, if y'all haven't listened to episode two, go listen to WTF is a geriatric millennial is episode two. And we talked briefly about the Enneagram on there, which we're going to have to have a whole episode on this. We need an Enneagram expert. If yes, anyone please. knows an Enneagram expert, please DM us. Holla at your girls. We need someone if you want to come on and you're an Enneagram expert. But Aaron knew a good bit. Aaron pointed out to me that you have to wing adjacent to your type. So if you're an eight, you can, which is what I am, you can only wing as a seven or a nine. You're a six. So you would have to wing as a five or a seven. I will say whatever she asked me in terms of my wing, I went back. And I looked at it and it was correct. Yeah. So I was talking with um, someone else who's um, into the Enneagram and she had told me, and she's like, maybe you should go back and retake your test. I did Enneagram coach. So she suggested do Enneagram Institute because that's what I did. I'm very close eight, three. Like I was like 69% eight, 60% three, but Mm. she was like, I think you're an eight. Just, I don't think I'm as type, like very type A's threes tend to be but I fall into some of those. I think I'm an eight wing seven. That's where I'm going with all this. But so they they say, look at your two wings and then read it. And you'll know when you resonate. And then they have specific types based on it. So if you are a six, what? Six wing, what? Oh, I got to go find it. I forgot. We'll just say, say (laughs) yours. If you're a six wing five, say, then there's like a name for it. And then there's a specific write-up about that. So like eight wing seven is called a maverick. And then there's, but that would be a different personality than an eight wing nine. I'm pretty sure I'm not an eight wing nine. A nine is a people pleaser. And that's not me. I you know, wish I could say that I was, and I'm not. I have the answer. What is it? It is, um, I just pulled it up. I am a uh, loyalist and my I guess my wings are a one and a two, a reformer and a helper. See, that's what, okay. So that's what Aaron and then this other friend was telling me though, that you're supposed to only be able to wing adjacent. Cause I thought I was an eight wing two. And they're saying you have to be the number next to you that you have to. So you would have to be. a. Hmm. Well, she mentioned on ours. She's like, I bet you're a two. And I'm like a wing two. And I'm like, I don't know. I got to go back and look. See, mine initially said Enneagram coach told me eight wing two, but she's saying Enneagram Institute may say something different. So anywho, I'm going to take it again because I thought it would be helpful to learn. Hmm. All right. Some other high points for me. I originally came up with an idea. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but several years ago, I thought about starting a podcast and I really wanted to highlight people's stories who have overcome like different challenges 
or have really flourished in life to inspire others. And I was too chicken to do it on my own. So, you know, I kind of like tabled it. And then, you know, over time, we've talked about other things. And then here we are now, we're, we're now doing this podcast. And I feel like it is such a blessing because I get to do that. Like I get to share stories from people and their life experiences with the hope that we can impact someone else's life. Mm -hmm. And I get to do it with one of my favorite people. And I, I feel like this, there was this epiphany that I had. We originally talked about, gosh, you know, I think our conversations are like fun and interesting and hopefully someone else would find them just as interesting as we do. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like it's, it's now almost shifting to this, this journey that we're going on Yeah, where we're learning, we're learning so much and we're Mm -hmm. getting so much insight from different people's perspectives that it has been eye-opening and inspiring to you know now i just i want to hear more from more people agreed i just want to know about their life and i want to know about the way they do life the way they embrace life maybe what challenges they might have and how they're overcoming them and 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 so i feel like through all of this we're building friendships we're connecting with others we're able to connect in worlds that we may not necessarily understand and so I just think that this is, it, it's, it, you know, we're, <laughs> we're only five episodes in, but even in those five episodes, I feel like it is changing me as a person in the way I see the world Agreed. or the way I see others and helping me to be more compassionate or understanding or finding joy in some of the things that maybe we're like, oh, we're, you know, I, I know we're not old, like for anyone above 40 or above their 40s, like, I know that it's kind of a joke, like, we are not old, we know that. But at the same time, it is a pivotal moment of life, like we are turning, you know, turning a curve into some next chapter in our life. And, and I think it's been fun, as, you know, equally as part of the anxiety of, of, of turning this new chapter, it's been so much fun to be on this journey with others to hear how they're doing life in their 40s, or how they're doing life in general. So it's been it's been so great. And tips. I've been enjoying implementing the tips. Like this morning, I went outside and I put my eyeball in my the white of my <laughs> eyeball to the light, like how Tessa in episode four suggested to get your circadian rhythms going. I have um, started working on my breathing, implemented that technique from Stephanie, downloaded one of the apps to do some meditation as a family. Oh, as a family. I need to do that. Yeah. I want to try to do it um, in the evenings with the boys to help them settle down, you know, just to take, we started implementing, like, if we don't have sports going on, we really do try to sit down at night for dinner together, no television, no electronics. And we just, we talk. And then once a week we have our family meeting. So I think now that the weather's cooling off, maybe if we could implement like a walk and some meditation, I would really like to do that. Yeah. I, I really want to implement the family meeting. Um, we do have like every Friday night is family night. Fa- Us too. Like family Friday family night. Movie night. We do family movie We night. usually do movies. Sometimes we get together with friends, but for the most part, it's like our night as a family to hang out. And then we walk to school every day. So it's our time in the morning. I love that y'all can do that. I love that. It's our time to just connect with the, you know, with the kids. And we talk about the most random stuff and prep them for their day. Sometimes it's, you know, I, I try to give them affirmations as cheesy as that may sound, but 
but I feel like with one child, I'm working on him building his confidence and his area of focus. And the other child, I'm working on having him focus <laughs> and follow instructions. Channeling that confidence and energy. <laughs> yeah. And in finding, you know, a level of discipline, no one, I do not want to, I don't want for either of them to lose their spark and their energy and who they are. So we try to, we try to do little affirmations on the way to school. We, as in, I'm like encouraging them. Jude and I talk a lot on the, on the way to, you know, to school. Uh, I have to drive him to the bus stop. And <laughs> this morning I was listening to episode four and it was the tail end of the conversation. So it came on when I turned the car on and it was just us t- chatting with Tessa. And I paused it just to get settled in the vehicle. And Jude goes, and all the things, all the things. And we love to talk about <laughs> all the things. I said, are you making fun of me? <laughs> and it's just so funny, you guys, because Brandy and I, we made fun of ourselves because we know that we say the same things a lot. Like every episode, we're selling like, that. And every episode, I'm saying all the things. And just to have my 11-year-old call me out on it and mock me was was pretty funny. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. And then, you know, from episode two, talking about technology and how we as adults have trouble turning it off and how do we expect our children to be able to have that kind of discipline. I thought that was such an amazing insight from Erin that has really stuck with me. Don't know why it never occurred to me before. And so we're really getting, you know, I don't know, it just, you guys can't see me, but I'm just smiling from ear to ear because, you know, I love understanding people. I I do love an area of research and understanding, you know, just uh, human behaviors and things like that. And so this has been so cool. Super cool. I've been excited. So tell us, yeah, what's been your favorite so far? We'll put that in a poll too. And then give us ideas for future episodes. We'd like to know what you want to hear about. Yes. All right. There's, this has been a big week for pop culture, I think. Oh, geez. Huge. I I mean, mean, um, we lost a queen. We lost a queen. Yes. Jude pointed out to me, that's my 11 year old, because he's just knowledgeable in so many ways. He's smarter than I am, I think. He said crazy smart. I mean, the kid has like all these little facts that he knows. If I ever go on who wants to be a millionaire, I'm calling my kid. But he said, you know, mom or uncle that who's in he's 97, 98, something like that. World War II veteran, like still gets around. This man is phenomenal. He said, you know, he's seen he's going to see three monarchs in his lifetime. Wow. And I said, what? He said, well, yeah, I mean, he's going to, he's been around since before Queen Elizabeth took the throne. So remembered her dad, now Queen Elizabeth, and he's going to see King Charles, you know, ascend the throne. That's three monarchs in our uncle's lifetime. I said, man, that, that's huge. And then the idea that we have not had, they're changing all that stuff. I'm learning that about the UK, like the, the stamps are changing, the money's changing. And then the national anthem. That's a lot of, Quickly, they do it fast. And so I learned they have not say the national anthem says God save the queen for the last 70 years. Now it's going to say God save the king for the first time in yeah nearly a century, which is insane. Check that out. That's really interesting. Yeah, big stuff. I mean, I was watching the services yesterday and I was reading all about the titles and I got I, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole. 
with the royal family. Um, so that's big in pop culture this week, I have to say. And we've had, she's been the longest reigning public servant. So. Interesting. Yeah. They were interviewing a former prime minister about it. And I just didn't, I never really looked at it like that. It's very inspiring and impressive and makes me want to go to London. I know. I've never been to London. I believe you have. I haven't actually. Oh, you didn't? I thought nope. you went to London. We didn't. We didn't get over that way. We only went to that. The first trip we just went, it was France, Italy, and Spain. And this past trip, we just did Italy. So I would like to go. And then I would also like to see the countryside. I want to go like Notting Hill at some, you know. Yes. Is that the right movie? Is it Notting Hill? Well, I don't know. I'm just going with it. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> and then the Emmys were this week. Oh, I know. I didn't. So I didn't watch except. I didn't watch either. I saw little clips. I thought it was pretty funny that Keenan Thompson brought Kellen and they did a little riff on Good Burger. Oh, I didn't see that one. That was just, it was funny. It was just like a surprise, like little bit, but fun for our generation, for sure. I know you were pretty stoked about Lizzo's acceptance. Yeah, she had a really cool acceptance speech. We'll have to post it. And then Jason, how, how do you say it? Sudeikis? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Ted Lasso. What did, did he win something? They won. And so I took a screenshot because I wanted to tell you he says thank you so much to the people who watch the show and dig it as much as we dig making it so hopefully there is another ted lasso um season coming season. out i hope gosh it's so good if you guys don't watch it it's on apple tv you gotta watch it be a goldfish you'll you'll know the you'll know that i love it <laughs> little snippet if you watch the show yes so roy kent <laughs> yeah there was a lot of i mean i was kind of catching up on e on E's uh, Instagram on all the stuff that was going on with uh, the show. And so I, We're probably I wish seeing I would have recorded same, it. The same stuff because we follow them from our podcast account. So I know oh, mm -hmm. you and I are probably like, that's all the pop culture keeps popping up on our stuff. Yep. Anything else in pop culture that you've caught up on? Well, this will be news by the time this airs, but I don't know who watches Queer Eye. The new episode, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I don't know if you guys watch it, but um, fun fact, they're in New Orleans right now, I think, if they're still here, but they they were. And Anthony and Jonathan teased that they were partners now, but I think they're trying to make it sound like they're together, but they're both in relationships. If you follow them, you kind of know this. So I think there's some business thing happening on the horizon. That's my speculation. And by the time this episode drops, you'll know what that is. When are they supposed to announce it? So today, so we're recording, you know, it's, oh. it's 9 a.m. They're supposed to announce today. So we'll have to share that to our Ooh. Instagram account. So by the time y'all listen to this, some of you may already know what that is. But if you don't, go go look it up if you're a Queer Eye fan. Nice. I know. Dun, dun, dun. But it was very clever from a marketing and social perspective, the way they oh, teased yeah. it. Because, yeah, I man, are people talking. Right? I'm like, good thinking, boys. Very... Very sneaky, sneaky. So yeah, that's our pop. I think that's the biggest. There's so, I mean, there's so much right now. The world is starting to happen again. So that's exciting. I think the girl who played Anna Sorkin, mm -hmm. I think she won an Emmy. For that or for Ozark? I think it might've been for Ozark though. She is a good actress. That show. Ozark or Inventing Anna? Inventing Anna. Ooh, that was so good. Oh, can I, I gotta say. So if you liked Inventing Anna, 
for those of you, if you don't listen to Call Her Daddy, I like this podcast. She got an exclusive interview with Anna Sorkin from prison and it's on her podcast. So if you're interested, what you saw her play that character, she's a quirky little thing. I mean, it was very... It was, it was mind blowing and entertaining. You got to go look it up and listen to it. I don't know why it's so fascinating and addicting to like learn about this person, but that show was really good. It was good. And she, I have never heard someone deflect an interview question, but do it in such a way that you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? It was just, (laughs) she's interested. She's interested. Mind games. Yes. Total mind games. And you know, she kept trying to like rein her back in and ask her the question again. And it was just. Do you know who I am? <laughs> that was good. I can't do the accent, but. No, I thought that was a good accent. I liked it. I like to walk down the street sometimes and be like, run it again. <laughs> run the cart again. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. Thank you. <laughs> I need to practice my impersonations. I thought it was perfect. On on point. Um, did you guys watch Pinocchio? I haven't, but my kids I did. haven't watched it yet. The boys have. Spoiler alert. Do you want to hear the spoiler alert? I mean, it's Pinocchio. How can you have a spoiler? I know what happens. My mother-in-law told me that he doesn't turn into a boy at the end. What? What is the... Is that not the whole premise of Pinocchio? Well, that's, that's what I thought. I've got no strings to hold me down. Hello? Puppet. Real boy. Yeah, so apparently he doesn't turn into... shoots. Now I need to go watch it. I know. I wanted to watch it in the boys, but like me... Mine watched it it while we were at the beach. So so I didn't... Yeah, they've they've been... But they've um, been watching and re-watching Thor Love and Thunder. Hmm. And I'm not mad about it. I know you guys aren't. (laughs) I haven't watched it. No, my kids love Avengers stuff. Marvel, yeah. So this was the second... No, third, fourth? Is it the third or the fourth? There's Thor, Thor Ragnarok. I don't know. My kids know the order. But this one, it's not as like, it's not serious. It's very actually comical. There's screaming goats in it. Hmm. They ride on like a, a rainbow bridge after they kill. Oh, well, see, spoiler alert. I'm not going to say that. They ride off on a rainbow bridge with screaming goats to ACDC. It's, um, that's pretty hilarious okay it's maybe really maybe i'll watch it maybe i'll watch it i think you actually would be entertained by it um my okay. neighbor my neighbor went we went since on theater she thought it was a little strange but she's not a huge marvel fan whereas me and my mom and my aunt my godchild my boys we were like dying laughing into it the whole time because we're we're big into that franchise so if if you like marvel you'll like it nice all right so Let's talk. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I feel like this whole segment's been a let me tell you something. No, but this really, I have a, I have a good one. Let me tell you something. We posted that reel, Wilson Phillips, hold on, which it's resonated. People wanted to see us make ourselves look ridiculous and dance to epic song from our youth. That was so fun. I know. I had so much fun. So a friend of mine, she commented on our reel about us dancing and then she just gave me the best comment. And I said, can I share this anonymously, please, on an episode? I'm just, I'm dying laughing. So she commented how funny it was. And I said, while we were doing this, our husbands just completely ignored us. They ignored our antics. Like we weren't even dancing around the kitchen, singing with a whisk and a high noon. 
<laughs> she said, I bet it is a true gift to ignore your partner and act like they don't exist. And then when the stupidity is over, they wake up and give you a nice ass grab. I mean, that's what mine does. Bingo. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And I was like, can I please and honestly please share this is perfection. She's like that or they tweak your nipples. Like, can you please go back to ignoring me and stop groping me? <laughs> or I'm going to start belting out Celine Dion. That's amazing. I love it. And I just thought it was a funny conversation because we we're always talking about how we could be acting a fool, look ridiculous. They and they're like, mm, yeah, y'all are, y'all are great. But then, you know, you walk by and it's like, say, girl. You get a nice right. <laughs> smack on the butt. Like, oh, you do see me. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> it just, I don't know. I don't know why it, it just made my day. I was cracking up laughing and it's like, you are not alone. All of yep. the husband are this way, apparently. <sighs> yes. So what do you have? Let me tell you something. I know you said you, nothing major. Cause we, I mean, we just talked. But no, I'm, let me tell you something. If that if that counts, I think that counts. Um, I actually have a rapid fire for you. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Okay, another poll. What's your favorite seasonal drink? Ooh, are you a pumpkin spice or are you peppermint chocolate? Mm. I waffle. It's either I like pumpkin spice, like breads and pancakes and stuff. I'm not a pumpkin spice coffee kind of person. Anything peppermint chocolate, especially white peppermint chocolate, give it to me. <laughs> is it a coffee? Is it a hot chocolate? Is it a pretzel, a bread, um, a cookie, a candy, popcorn, by the way, oh <laughs> boom, boom, chicka pop, boom, chicka pop, peppermint chocolate popcorn is where it's at. All right. Before we end this call today. Yeah. I'm sorry. Angelina, I'm going to give you, I'm going to set a timer and I want you, oh, no. I'm going to give you a timer for 10 seconds. Shit. <sighs> and I want you to list out all of the things that you can think of for peppermint chocolate chip ready set go okay pretzels peppermint bark chocolate hot chocolate coffee popcorn cookies what else timer is up good job tea peppermint bark tea look at you i know yep look at that and i will have all many claps Come holiday time, you just wait. Be a peppermint bark I love, explosion. I love, I love seeing this. Get tongue tied. This excitement. <laughs> All right. I think that concludes today's episode. This was fun. If you guys listened to us this far, thank you. We really appreciate <laughs> it. And I hope you enjoyed my 10 second peppermint bark spiel. I think that was the best part about this episode. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a great week. Have a great week, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening in. And as a member of our community, we want to hear from you. Follow us on social at Talk Forward to Me podcast and share your feedback on today's topic. How is the conversation relevant in your life? And is there a topic you'd love to hear us discuss? On that note, cheers to aging gracefully, living life to the fullest, and enjoying another day with your besties in life.